Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, very good. I mean, they are, they're all um, as advertised. I mean, they're, they're explosive. Anybody that touches the ball can score, uh, whether it's a what you think is going to be a two-yard run turns into a, you know, a, a, a crease and a, and a gasher. Um, same thing with the with the passing game. So, um, Coach McDowell does a great job of um, just moving guys around, creating, um, you know, different uh, styles of offense. It's uh, it's a handful. All right, we're joined now by the host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Bills head coach Sean McDermott right there talking about the Miami Dolphins and that Miami offense. We'll talk Bills, Dolphins, and which way PJ is leaning for Sunday's game. Uh, PJ, before we get started here, I've, I've been trying to keep tabs on, on Major League Baseball as the regular season winds down, and I know that there's a disappointing team out there in San Diego. I have a lot of really, really talented players. One that you might be familiar with, but his name escapes me right now. He used to play for the Orioles back in the day, so I know, you, you know you're familiar with his work, but they, you know since Joining San Diego, they just haven't been able. Third baseman, are you talking about that guy? I can't. Who is why, that? Why is it escaping me? I can't for the life of me remember. Who, PJ, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, guys, the name escapes me. I think it's Manny uh, Manny Machado. We got Machado, we got Soto, and we got Fernando Tatis. I feel like that should be that should be Baltimore's team. Quite frankly, well, it, it, what, what town do they play in too? <laughs> They play in San Diego. <laughs> it's an all timer. That's an all timer. All right, PJ. Thanks. Good talking to you. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, first of all, thanks for having Gino on uh, Send It In yesterday. And I know we're going to talk Bills and, uh, and Dolphins here in a little bit. Let's let's get into some of this uh, action here uh, for Saturday in college football. And, and you've been, man, you've been lights out with college oh, football. So we're... How about that backdoor cover for Army? Now, we couldn't bet it, oh. but I thought of you like, right, oh, there it is. Like everybody could take a deep breath there, PJ. Good, good on that. Always take the points in the service academy. You know, guys, we had the right idea with that game, right? Like, Syracuse came out sluggish. Army went on, like, a 10-minute drive to open the game. They were up three at halftime. And then Syracuse kind of started playing. They got up, but like you said, we uh, we got the backdoor cover. And then the Cues have a big game this week, guys, against uh, against Clemson, which I'm sure everybody in your area is looking forward to. Well, we can't bet it, but but tell us which way you're, you're leaning on that one. Give us your, give us your breakdown of, of Clemson and yeah. Syracuse. 
so last week, guys, we, we faded uh, Syracuse. But this week, I actually like them quite a bit. And, uh, you know, shop around a little bit. Make sure you can get Syracuse at the plus seven at the key number. I, they're one of the most underrated offenses in the country. They're, they have one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the country. And Garrett Schrader, ACC's got a lot of talented QBs, as we know. Jordan Travis, Riley Leonard at Duke. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, obviously Drake May at UNC, but Schrader's really good, and he's a really good dual-threat quarterback. And, like, if you're Clemson, guys, like, you get re- recruited to go play to Clemson to play, win ACC championships, win national championships. We're heading into week five, and their season's pretty much already over. They've suffered two losses in the conference. They're not making the playoff, and this has happened for, like, three straight years. So, Guys, upperclassmen that are in that program that, like, had aspirations of going deep this season, and now it's week five, like, what's their kind of psyche? What's the locker room vibe like heading into this week? And for Syracuse, we know it's all systems go. They're undefeated. They got Clemson at the Carrier Dome this week. I like Syracuse, fellas. I like them plus seven. I think there's a chance they could win that game outright. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since uh, the, the Orange have had this kind of platform, as they will on uh, noon on Saturday. Uh, another game we're all going to be paying attention. This is what's great about the SEC. Like Ole Miss, <laughs> they get done with their battle against Alabama. <laughs> oh, now they're back home against LSU. Uh, two yep. ranked teams here. The over-under on this one, 67. Um, y- your thoughts on this game is it's actually LSU going on the road and giving two and a have. Yeah, high total, Gene, this week, 67. I, I like the under, but I really like LSU minus two and a half. It feels like every week in college football, we kind of get a line. It was like Florida State Clemson last week where FSU is only two and a half point favorites, and you're looking at that one, and you're like, why is the spread that small? This, this week's kind of like that game where, you know, it might not be pretty for most of it. Maybe Ole Miss is winning in the second quarter early parts of the third quarter, but I just think LSU finds a way. I I think Ole Miss is very overrated. I don't think Jackson Dart is very good. Their defense, I don't think, is all that great either. And LSU, guys, I think people just kind of wrote them off after week one against Florida State, didn't think they were going to be any good. I think they're the best team in the SEC. I think all the other teams in that conference have kind of showed us that they are certainly gettable. I know LSU struggled a little bit with Arkansas last week, but I like them to bounce back. I think Jaden Daniels has a big game this week, and uh, I like LSU. Anything under the three, I would take the Tigers. I can't remember if it was you specifically or Beck Hewell specifically that, that hammered the, the Bama uh, Ole Miss under uh, for, for last week. We have Bama again here against Mississippi State, PJ. Uh, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on with the Tide. Tell us about what you like in this matchup. Danger, we're going right back to the under at 47 and a half. I don't think the books are adjusting enough. You know, obviously Bama had this stretch of pro quarterbacks, whether it was Bryce or it was Mac Jones or it was Hurts or it was Tua. And now, obviously, the quarterbacks that they're throwing out there each week just aren't, aren't getting it done. The old line's not very good. They don't have weapons on the outside. The play caller, Tommy Reese, who came over from Notre Dame, been very unimpressed with him. And then on the flip side, guys, like we all knew it was going to be a tough season for Mississippi State. And you obviously have to feel for them with Mike Leach and everything that happened. But like the kids that were recruited to go play for them, it was all because of the air raid offense. Like that's what they were recruited for. And they completely changed their offense with Zach Arnett taking over. And it's just been a struggle for them on both sides of the ball, but especially on offense. And as 
porous as Bama's offense has been, the defense has actually been pretty good. And I think they're going to be good again this week against Mississippi State. I think Bama's offense is also going to struggle. So, guys, until further notice, keep taking Bama unders. I like it again this week, 47.5. Yeah, PJ, uh, before we go over to the pros, and certainly we want to get your thoughts on Buffalo and Miami, any other college games uh, that you like this week or you want to avoid? You've got Notre Dame Duke, uh, where the Irish going on the road. They're giving up 5.5. You've got uh, Colorado, again, another big underdog. Do the Buffaloes at home uh, end up covering this point spread, or maybe even better in the over-under that 74? Ridiculous. Thoughts on on uh, maybe anything else that we haven't asked you about? Yeah, the Notre Dame-Duke game, guys, that's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, Notre Dame, how do they kind of bounce back after that loss against Ohio State, as heartbreaking as it gets? Duke's for real. I mean, Mike Elko's a really, really good coach, and Riley Leonard's a very good quarterback. College game day is going to be there for the first time ever. That's a tricky spot for Notre Dame. I do think Duke might have some issues uh, hanging with the Irish in the trenches. But I think that's going to be a fun game. I do like that over, though, in the Colorado-USC game. I think much like last week against Oregon, Buffaloes are just going to have no answer for the opposition. USC is going to be able to do what they want offensively. But unlike Oregon, guys, I think Colorado is going to be able to score some points on USC as well. Lincoln Riley, just he still cannot figure out the defensive side of the ball. The offense is... Year after year, whether it's Oklahoma, USC, they're fantastic. Defense, still not impressed with it. So it's a high total for Colorado, USC guys, but uh, I, I do like the over in that game. All right, PJ, let's shift gears. Week four in the NFL, we've been talking a lot of Bills and Dolphins. Uh, you spoke with Gene about it on your show yesterday. Uh, which direction are you leaning here for a Sunday in Orchard Park? Yeah, it was great having Gene on. You know, it's, it's going to be such a good game with so interesting about it guys is that we have a team that just dropped 70 points in an nfl game and they're underdogs this week right so it's it's going to be hard for people not to take the plus money with the miami dolphins with that being said i still think the bills are the best team in that division and you guys know they always struggle against the jets Allen always struggles against that defense he's looked a lot better the past two weeks but I think the difference for the Bills, guys, is they've found, they're found something with the running game. And with James Cook in particular, I really am interested to see what the game plan from Ken Dorsey and McDermott are this week. Like, do you really try to run the ball? And do you have so much respect for Miami's offense that you almost play a game control type game? Which obviously for the Bills is, is pretty surprising. I think that might be their game plan. Even though the defense has been awesome the first three weeks, we all know they're playing a different animal this week. So it's going to be a contrarian play, but I kind of think the under might be worth a look at 53 and a half. That's a high play. But I do like the Bills at home, guys. Anything under three, I think is a good number uh, with Buffalo at home. I can't wait for the game. But the under and the Bills are kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, see, that this was like my influence on PJ. Is that what it was? That's exactly what it was, yes. Yep. Sure, I'll tell myself that. Uh, PJ Glasser, your host, has sent it in, our guest here. Um, are the Browns for real? And if they are, um, they're getting, uh, you know, well, this is essentially, uh, you know, kind of a pick em game. Baltimore getting two and a half on the road at Cleveland and Baltimore needing a win after a terrible loss to the Colts. So how do you play this game, PJ? Guys, best bet of the week, Ravens plus three. I like them to win outright. I'm, su- I'm surprised that we've gotten to a three 
with the Ravens. It, it was two and a half. I thought maybe it'd go back down to two. I did not think it would get up to three, especially because the Ravens had some great news today on the injury report. Marcus Williams, their safety, was back practicing. Both of their offensive linemen, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, were back practicing. We'll see if Marlon Humphrey can come back and play this week. Maybe another one of their defensive players as well. But we know the Ravens have just been derailed by injuries. They're starting to get a little bit healthy. And Lamar Jackson, guys, as an underdog in the regular season, he's 10-0-1 against the spread. Lamar's never lost you money as an underdog if you bet him, ATS. So we're getting a key number this week, divisional matchup. The Ravens, I think, bounce back after that home loss to Indianapolis. You know, you feel like you should have won that game. You lose it. This is kind of the get-back game. So I, uh, I like the Ravens, guys, plus three. That's my favorite bet on the board. Steelers minus three traveling to Houston and they're two and one, but their offense hasn't looked anything uh, lights like lights out at all. Uh, and the Texans coming off a big win um, against a divisional opponent in Jacksonville. Which direction are you leaning for Steelers Texans PJ? So guys, it's an interesting game because I really think this is a great spot to fade Pittsburgh. Something I always look for throughout the NFL season is teams that have back-to-back primetime games and then have, have a, like a sleepy spot the next week, which is exactly what Pittsburgh has, 1 o'clock game on the road against Houston. Oh, by the way, they're at, they play Baltimore at home next week, so it's like a potential letdown plus a look-ahead spot. I think it's an awesome week to fade Pittsburgh. With that being said, it does feel like we're buying a little bit high on the Texans, right? Like, they just had a big upset win on Jacksonville. People are really starting to, like, Stroud in this offense a little bit. I feel like this number should be more like four, and I think maybe the scheduling spot is built into the line a little bit. So I really want to fade the Steelers this week, um, but I'm hoping we get a three and a half or a four. If we get that, I would play the Texans. At three right now, I still kind of lean that way, but, uh, again, it's early in the week. Hold off and maybe hope we can get a Houston three and a half or plus four ticket. PJ, do we want to go anywhere near Saints Buccaneers? Because, well, I, I assume Carr is going to be okay or maybe not. Um, Alvin Kamara comes back, but is he going to be coming back and you have to ease him in? I, I, some things I don't know about the Saints. So your thoughts here as New Orleans is giving three at home against Tampa Bay. Yeah, Gene, a lot unknown, right? The Kamara angle is an interesting one. Obviously, who's going to play quarterback? It looks like it's probably going to be Jameis for the Saints, but do we know? And then obviously he's going up against his former team. The Bucks have a ton of familiarity. At Saints minus three, this wasn't a play for me. But at three and a half, I do like the Bucks. Uh, we saw both the Browns and the Steelers last week, a couple of teams that played on Monday night. Both won their games the following week. I think the Bucks coming off a short week, you flush out that loss to Philadelphia. They tend to always play the Saints well. And the Saints, guys, I mean, just how different they look when Derek Carr went down, I think was a little bit alarming. So in a divisional game with two very good defenses, it's going to be low scoring. I think getting the three and a half, I like Tampa. So, PJ, you are the expert here, and we're still alive in our survivor pool. So let me tell we you how, how, we, how this went here. So week one, took Baltimore, comfortable, relax. Week two, we took Buffalo, comfortable, relax. There's no, not even anything close to a sweat for Kansas City over Chicago. That was enjoyable. 
Now I feel like, okay, now the sweat is going to happen. We took Dallas this week. Your thoughts? So it's between Dallas and San Francisco for me, guys, these these two weeks. And really it just comes down to which team you want to save for later on in the season. I think both are great plays. I cannot see Arizona upsetting Dallas and San Francisco two weeks in a row. I just can't see it. Maybe they do it. I can't see it. So I think you're good with San Francisco. And then Dallas, guys, coming off of a loss, playing San Francisco next week, if they lose this game, they could very easily be 2-3. and And after the Trayvon Diggs injury, that could not be good for that locker room. It's a must-win. I think the statue that is Mac Jones back there against that Dallas pass rush is going to be a nightmare. So I like either play. I think Dallas or San Francisco – you're good either way. This is why PJ's our guy, right? Yeah. Like he said, pretty much exactly what we said yesterday right around this time when we were trying to dissect and figure out what our best play was. Now, we're going Dallas because we like the the home team. We're going Dallas because of all the reasons you said, and we try to avoid those divisional games where weird things can happen, even though yep. we look at San Francisco and think, all right, well, San Francisco looks like the best team in football right now. Exactly, exactly. And look, I like Arizona first half. I mean, they've been winning at halftime in all three of their games, so I think they can get off to a good start. But I agree with you guys. I think the Niners are the best team in football right now, and uh, there's a reason that they are two touchdown favorites at home. So I think they win. I think Dallas wins as well. PJ, great catching up with you. Uh, Appreciate you having Gino on the show yesterday, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week with more winners. All right, bud? Absolutely. Great talking to you guys. Enjoy the week. He is the host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, PJ Glasser, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. That almost looks inviting if you, which game will this go? Okay, I'll just take the plus money, the Dolphins. It's either two and a half or three, depending on where you shop. He's just like, no, no, feel comfortable about the Buffalo Bills. So that... There's an expert right there that uh, you should feel better, uh, Buffalo fans. Like the under too. Nice contrarian play. The because un- that that over under is high. You, you're you're a lot of people are going to think that Miami's going to score seventy every week. They're not. They're not, especially not against a good defense. They'll get their plays, but I think McDermott's defense. You know, bend but don't break is cliche, but I feel like that's what this defense will be against good offenses like Miami. Bend but don't break. And big plays will happen and will probably frustrate you. But can they keep them out of the end zone? I think, yeah, they can for the most part. Uh, great stuff from PJ there. Some some plays for you in college football and also in week four, the NFL. And we'll get that up and on demand for you as well. You can watch there. You can watch that on 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 our YouTube channel. You can watch it on on Twitch at the Fan Rochester or search out the Sports Bar wherever you get your podcast. Michael uh, tweeted at us earlier today on X and uh, said that he appreciates that we now have our entire show up for you, broken up hour by hour wherever you get your podcast. So if you subscribe to the Sports Bar, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, the free-to-download Odyssey app, you'll get all of our content for you right there, break, broken down hour by hour. Yeah, that uh, that is great for, like, the, the, that. now that's happening, because we understand, like, you have jobs, you got to pick up the kids. You've got responsibilities. Now you can listen on demand. Yeah, and if you uh, if you, if that's not your thing, you'd rather like go back and listen. We have like a DVR for audio called Rewind, which is inside the Odyssey app as well. When you're listening to the Sports Bar, you can go back and listen to any part of the show that you may have missed for the next 72 hours. That exists as well. So no no excuses uh, when you're giving uh, giving you great uh, content like what PJ is is pushing out there and some winners for this weekend. You can get that anywhere. 
you get your shows. Dan writing in, not our Dan. This is another Dan. Uh, add another Dan to the list because I still have the Twitter bird rebelling against Musk. Mm. I think people don't update their apps. I, I, I mean, I just have mine automated. I, I don't have time to manually manage which apps get updated and which ones don't. I'd rather everything work. Just go ahead. I don't care. It, you know, the people that are worried about, you know, Big Brother watching you or, or you know, have them having control of when your apps update. Those are the ones that I worry about. Because what are you hiding? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid that they're going to find? I'm not worried about any of that. Uh, LeBaron. Harsh. I'd yeah. rather listen to four hours of Doug Whaley before I listen to DA. Well, LeBaron, you'll get your wish, DA, uh, moving on. And uh, I don't have a start date for Maggie and Perloff, <laughs> but Maggie and Perloff will be your new morning team wow. here on the Fan Rochester. He also added, I'd rather listen to Gene talk immediately after he woke before he had his morning coffee than DA. LeBaron. LeBaron, you want to give me the nut? I, don't, I will call you at 530 LeBaron. tomorrow morning. That's when I get up and I'll be like, LeBaron, you want to... Who you hurt you, buddy? Yeah. Who hurt you today? Why, why is you LeBaron... You want to talk about the Rochester Chargers, LeBaron? It's pretty salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that is coming up next in the sports oh, bar. Oh, give me all the drama that's in the New York Just Boy, this is why we love the NFL. Two weeks ago, wow, the toast. My goodness, this was a fun story and now... Oh, we're back to this. The locker room potentially rebelling. And is this actually going to lead to a trade? Mm. I think the Jets actually do this. And I think actually it would make sense. I've got thoughts on that. And yes, the palate cleanser that is Deion Sanders sound after a loss. Of course, Coach Prime is going to say something. He's doing this on a level that is completely different than any other coach. We'll play you this audio, and then you'll see what I'm talking about. You just said something interesting. You said, this is why we love the NFL. There's one man who, by the time we get to week 10, will be hating the NFL. And it's it's funny uh, because he's been associated with it for so many years. But by the time we get to week 10... He's going to have oh. had enough, and I'll explain <laughs> I'm why. I'm not even looking. I can kind of guess, I'm going right? to explain why. He, What's uh, going on? Does he tuck through his teeth sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to uh, Al Michaels here in a little pit in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia with some takes on tap. I'll drink to that on the way next on The Fan. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free 
Odyssey app.